Good morning, VH1. My name is Joe Batanz. I'm flying solo. And this is the rumor mill. That's right, everybody. This is your Zaddy. Zaddy's home. And we're here doing the rumor mill with for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 3, Episode 4, titled All-Stars Snatch Game. As we all know, this has been days and days and days after the actual um, All-Star Snatch Game episode. I've already done an episode. I've done a, a Rulaska thought. We've done a, a, a Form Decor Lounge. This is the last in the series of All Stars season three episode four uh, shows to do, and actually this is the one. This is the show that looks forward. It doesn't look backwards. It looks forward. It looks to rumors, tea, speculation, conspiracy theories that will happen in the future. We've just finished a halfway point. Let's see what's going on. You know what's so funny is you would think that all of the rumors and the speculation that would be front loaded in the front of the season and that by this point we're like I don't know what's going to happen you know what's going to go on here's the thing isn't it weird all the shit is happening now like i think episode 2 evan and i had run out of shit to talk about and then last week it was so much shit and then today there's a lot of stuff so let's get started because we have a lot to discuss a lot has happened Let's not waste any time. Oh, you know, I should explain. And Evan wanted it to be very clear. He is sick. Okay. He is sick with the flu. That's why he couldn't be here today. Uh, I had toyed with the idea of having a sub, but he was like, no, please. I don't want a sub. He didn't want, he was worried about an all about Eve situation. And he's like, you're pretty good by yourself. You know, and I was like, all right, queen. No one likes to be by himself more than me. Isn't that the weird thing? I can just talk and talk and talk, and it feels like I'm having a conversation in my head because I feel like I'm talking to you out there in the dark. You know what? I said I wasn't going to address the chat room, but let's see if anyone can get that quote. You out there in the dark. Can anyone get that? We'll give them a few seconds to um, respond there. Should be see, there's a, there, the people who are in the chat room, they're on a seven-second delay. So whenever we address the chat room, we have to kill time for like seven seconds to give them time to respond. Even though it's been more than seven seconds. and well, So what I see when I'm looking at the chat room is a name will turn red when the person's typing. It's been more than seconds, seven seconds, and nobody, nobody is turning red. DMAC attack finally come in. Thank you, DMAC attack. Sunset Boulevard. So anyway, let's go to these rumors mill, spec, rumor mill, rumor, speculation, tea, all that good stuff. And it all starts with a lawsuit. Turns out World of Wonder is suing uh, a John Doe, because they don't actually know who it is. But there is this user on Instagram who has since deleted his account, but they're still trying to find him, who he has been able to obtain episodes before they air. And he uh, drops hints and clips from the episode before it airs. And I don't know if he actually drops the whole episode before it airs, but enough that World of Wonder is trying to find him and sue him. So at this stage... 
they filed a lawsuit against a mysterious person. They don't know who it is, but the lawsuit is filed in case they find him. Okay, so that's the that's the story. I was talking to uh, co-host Evan Ayers earlier, and I was talking about this very topic, and I said, "Listen, you know what's funny is it's sort of like a Streisand effect," and so now we all know. the episodes, I didn't know that there was somebody who was getting the episodes early and leaking them. And now I'm aware that that exists out there somewhere in the dark. And what, if for those of you who don't know what a Streisand effect is, it's when you don't want something out on the internet and so you sue or you call attention to it, which makes everyone look at the thing that's on the internet. It comes from the fact that Barbara Streisand. Someone had put on, like, Google Maps or who knows, whatever. I can't remember now. They took a picture of her house in Malibu. And she sued them because she didn't want pictures of her house on the Internet. Well, the thing is, nobody was looking for pictures of Barbara Streisand's house on the Internet. But when she sued, everybody went online to look at pictures of Barbara Streisand's house. Thus, the Streisand effect, everybody. That's where it comes from. So it's the same thing here. Uh, wow doesn't anyone finding these streamed episodes they sue this john doe name the person's username and now we know there's a person under that username streaming episodes before they air it's still a small contingent of the audience though that is going to look for it so anyway one of the things that happens in the lawsuit is in order to show damages wow lists all the names of all the episodes that are about to come out. So we've seen the episodes we've already done. Okay, that's that's not any tea at all. But we see the names of the episodes that are coming up. And the name of the final episode, if you're not tuned into this, confirms a rumor. The name of the episode is A Jury of Their Queers. So now we know for a fact this was a rumor that was floating around. I think Evan talked about it on a previous episode. Now we know there's a jury. Now we know that a jury is going to determine this. This this fact alone confirming that there's a jury, Reddit went insane. And there's a... It was like the beginning of Call Me Mother. It went... And all these little rumors and speculation and tea... They all came together, and we're going to talk about them all right now. Now, just so you know, a little bit of Reddit drama is because of the WoW lawsuit, the official RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash RuPaul's Drag Race, has now, for the most part, eliminated all T from the subreddit. If you put any sort of rumors or speculation uh, they're going to delete it from the uh, subreddit. However, they did set up another subreddit called Spoiled Drag Race. Okay? The word spoiled, the word drag, the word race. That means there are going to be two Ds right next to each other. So reddit.com slash r slash spoiled drag race, where you can get now it's like a, it's like the Wild West over there. So now, because before on Reddit, they were still afraid of spoilers, so you had to, like, put these spoiler tags, which would hide what you were trying to see unless the person intentionally clicked on it. Now it's like, no, bitch, you are coming to the Wild West of spoilers. No more spoiler tags. Anything free-for-all can be discussed here, and it's been chock-full of tea. And like I said, we are going to discuss it 
episode by episode, the speculation that's going to happen about what's going to happen on the show for the rest of the season. We are going to cover it now. So, we know from the preview that the episode is going to be called, the next episode, episode five, is going to be um, called uh, Warhol Ball. Okay? Here's what the rumor says about the Warhol Ball. We know pretty much for a fact that at the very end of that episode, the eliminated queens are going to return, a la All-Stars 2, when there was that mirror moment. What I'm talking about is when the queens, the eliminated queens, are behind the mirror, and they show up, and everyone's gagging because they're like, ah, what are they doing there? And they're freaked out that the queens are behind the mirror. Uh, that's that moment. Whether I don't, it's not going to be that exact moment. It'll probably be tied into Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. That will happen at the end of the next episode. We pretty much can guarantee it. Okay, I'll tell you why in a second. Here's the other thing. The other rumor is, and I think there's probably pretty strong evidence for this. Aja goes home next episode. Okay, uh, the speculators have come down uh, in the preview. We see a moment where Trixie and Aja are talking to each other in the workroom. And it looks like during that deliberation uh, that happens uh, when you're trying to figure out. So where the top is talking to the bottom about the bottom has to plead her case about why she should stay. And the speculation is that Trixie, based on what we know about Trixie... And it's, it's funny, I don't want to spoil my own spoiler special. There is rumor that Trixie wins at least one challenge. I'll say that. The way for everything to work out the way Reddit wants it to work out, Trixie has to win the next challenge. In theory, she could win another one of the challenges, but that gums up the works on the master theory. Okay? So right now, Trixie wins next week is one of the top two winners, and she sends home Aja. That is the rumor. Okay. You know what? We actually don't know. We don't know that Trixie sends home Aja. We just know Trixie is one of the winners. Actually, we should be clear We should be clear here. I don't know who the other top two queen is, and I don't know who wins the lip sync, and I don't know... We just know that whoever wins the lip sync, we the strong guess is that Aja is sent home. I'm gonna tell, even though I said I wasn't gonna address the chat room, sometimes people in the chat room are much more on it in terms of rumors, even though I feel I'm pretty on it. And let me see if they have any sort of insight here into what I was talking about. Um okay. So far we're all good to go. Okay, so now that's that's the Warhol Ball episode. We've covered that. Okay. Um, let's go on the next episode. So now remember at the end of, so in theory, let's say the winner of the lip sync sends home Aja. She goes backstage. She, oh, it's like, Hey, kitty girl, don't worry. Bubba, buddy blue. And then it's just the handmade tail thing. And then the Queens, what they did last season was, Usually what is the first act of the show when the queens walk in post 
elimination. They do that at the very end. And then that's when you see the Queen's return as a gag-worthy cliffhanger. And it's probably going to be something like that. It'll probably be we see the the Queen's return. And end of episode. And we're out. Okay? That's Warhol Ball. Next episode, we know the title because of the lawsuit called Handmaids to Kitty Girls. So that title confirms that the girls have returned by this point. That the revenge, the queens who've been eliminated have returned to the show. Okay? We know based on an episode description that's been leaked on like TV Guide or whatever that the rev- that the uh, eliminated queens or the drag queens have to audition for a band that RuPaul is performing called the Kitty Girls. Now, this actually is in line with the burlesque theory uh, in terms of on the, in the film Burlesque, and this might go with the whole burlesque theory and why those lines are coming from there, is that the lead character replaces another character. In the, I've seen burlesque multiple times. I don't remember why I don't remember this. But the lead girl, I can't remember who plays her, replaces... The other girl who I can't remember who it is. I'm sure the chat room will explode in anger and tell me who the two girls are. But she replaces her in the band and she does so well that they keep her in the band. Okay? Now, there's a lot of rumors about even that challenge. Okay? Is it that the girls are, like the eliminated girls are paired with a girl who wasn't eliminated? So one of the remaining girls? I will say. My theory was shot to hell last week that it's, you know, it's one-to-one, you know, Uh, but we'll see, okay? And so one of the theories is that it's eliminated queen versus, uh, paired up with a queen still in the competition. We'll come back to that in a second, okay? Another theory is that the eliminated queens form one band and that the remaining queens in the competition form another band and the winner of the whichever band wins either gets to send another girl home or i don't know how that works it gets messy there but in that theory morgan wins okay so here's the deal we pretty much know morgan is the queen that returns to the competition okay so morgan either wins that challenge where it's the eliminated queens form a band and compete against the remaining queens, and they have like almost like gem in the holograms. They did a challenge like this actually on Dracula season two, where they split the girls up into two bands, and then the band had to perform against each other, and one band won and the other band didn't. And one band was safe, and then the other ones were up for elimination. But it, and it could be something like that. Dracula did that last season, and I wouldn't be surprised if great minds think alike here. If that's the case, Morgan wins the challenge among the eliminated queens. This is the theory. Now, hold on. If you guys are not reading the theory, I'm going to tell you something. What I'm going to tell you right now is a major spoiler. Okay? So, even though this is the rumor mill, and even though you know going into this that you're going to hear spoilers, this might be something you don't want to hear. Okay? FYI. In fact, going forward, there's going to be some gag-worthy moments. A lot of you may have already heard it already. 
This is the episode where Ben de la Creme is sent home. There's a lot of controversy about how that happens. There's one rumor that Ben de la Creme eliminates herself. Okay? That she wins the challenge. Okay, so here's the setup for that rumor. The setup for that rumor is that Ben de la Creme wins the challenge. By winning that challenge, she is given the power to replace any of the remaining queens with one of the eliminated queens. Okay? And so what she do, does, because she's Miss Congeniality and she doesn't want to get rid of people in the competition, she replaces herself with Morgan. So she feels guilty about eliminating Morgan and she sacrifices herself for the other girls because she doesn't want to do that and replaces herself with Morgan. Okay? That's rumor number one. Okay? Rumor number two is, and this especially works if Morgan is paired up with Ben, but that Megan, uh, that Morgan and, so um, Ben somehow wins the there's a couple of ways of going about this that ben wins the power to bring a queen back and so she brings back morgan and then morgan receives the power to eliminate any of the queens and morgan chooses ben okay then there's another rumor that they're paired up together that morgan and ben are paired up together and when they win it becomes a lip sync for your life, okay? That um, whoever wins the challenge stays in the competition and Morgan sends Ben home in that lip sync challenge. Um, but either way, it's pretty much confirmed that Ben de la Creme, the person who's won the most challenges, goes home on episode six. Okay, that's that's not even like... Up for debate. People are like, Ben's going home, episode six. It's how is she sent home after that? Is it Morgan sending her home or does she send herself home? There are contingent uh, contingent people who are worried about Morgan McMichaels. Morgan McMichaels is already getting hate from people who've heard this rumor. And they're worried. They're like, oh, shit. If she sends home Ben, she is going to get hate. There's a little bit of confirmation on this. In that Willem was doing a Q&A or an AMA or, I don't know, an interview or on a podcast or something where Willem says a girl halfway through the show, about halfway through the show, does something that puts what I did to shame. And everyone's going to be talking about that and forget what I did. So if Morgan sends home Ben on that episode, hate to say it. That could be, I mean, I think she will get a, oh, dude, if she sends home Ben, can you imagine the hate Morgan will get? Because right now, Ben is peak beloved. And the fact that she's such a strong player, because the way the show's setting it up, it's supposed to be Shangela versus Ben de la Creme. If Morgan sends home probably the strongest competitor in the competition not only on this season but in the history of the show and doesn't give her a chance to fight for that crown hate 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 and especially if she does it to a person who elects to bring her back oh my goodness um 
uh, Luke in the Luke uh, in the chat room just uh, made a quote, and I'm going to play that quote for him. Here you go. Oh Jesus, gross. Okay, so by the way, if you think the gagging is over right now with the Crap Revelation. We're not there yet. Okay, so next episode is called My Best Squirrel Friends Drag Maids. Wait, that's weird. My Best Squirrel Friends Drag Maids Wedding Trip. So obviously it's a wedding challenge. It's all we really know. But here's what we know. The one thing we know is that Morgan McMichaels, the very next episode, is eliminated. We don't know who eliminates her. Okay. It could be Bibi Zahara Benet. By the way, Shangela could be the one that sends Aja home on the Warhol ball. It could be Shangela who sends. It could be Shangela or Trixie who sends Aja home on the on the Warhol ball. Even though I think there's a rumor that Shangela's in the bottom next episode. That that's a whole other thing that gets in the weeds. We don't need to get there. We don't care about that that stuff. Who sends Morgan home on episode seven? Is it Bibi Zahara Benet? Is it Shangela or is it even Trixie? Now, here's where it gets tricky. Is one of the rumors that's very well-founded is that Shangela sends home the most people. Right now, she has sent home two and Ben has sent home two. Has Shangela sent home two? Shangela sent home Thorgy and, oh, yeah, and Shangela sent home Chi-Chi. So Shangela has sent home two. Ben has sent home two. So she sends home the most people. That means she has to send one more person home. It could be Aja the next episode. Or it could be uh, Morgan McMichaels on episode seven. We know Morgan sends somebody home the next episode. Or Ben sends home herself. So that she's not in contention there. So it's one of those two episodes, Trixie and Shangela. Because we know we also know that Trixie sends at least one person home. So either the next episode, Shangela sends home Aja, or and and Trixie sends home Morgan McMichaels, or vice versa. But each of them has one more elimination in them. We know this in the rumor mill. That's the only information we really have for my best squirrel friend's dragsmaid's wedding trip. Okay. Then we have episode eight, okay? All right. This is another place where it's going to get really gaggy here. Because now we're talking about the finale and we know some things. Once again, if you are afraid of rumors, if you are afraid of spoilers, there's going to be some big spoilery rumors here. So I once again advise, leave now or forever hold your peace. Okay, once again, leave now or don't fucking bug me about it. I don't want to get shit later. Like, you ruined Valentina for me. And that shit fucking last time was like, fuck them. Okay. The name of the episode is A Jury of Their Queers. So, boom, right off the bat, confirmation. There's a confirmation that um, there's going to be a jury of eliminated queens. Boom. Confirmed. It's done. Jury, it's called the jury of their queers. Okay? What that jury does is still up for debate. There's a rumor that this is where BB is exposed as some sort of undercover operative. I won't say mole. 
Okay. But that she's sort of let off the hook here. And that she gets to name as a former queen, what she gets to nominate one of the queens to the top two. And that the jury gets to select the other. That's one of the rumors. The other rumor is that the jury itself chooses the top two. So once again, just to repeat, so we're on the same page. One rumor is BB gets to send someone to the top two and the jury gets to send someone to the top two. Okay. And then BB's out of the competition. Okay. Um, remember, there's a top four at this point. In the situation with the jury, so whether they send both of them to the top two or just one, here's what we know. The jury does not select Shangela. BB doesn't select Shangela. Shangela Laquifa Watley is not in the top two. This is where Shangela leaves the competition, which that's going to be another insane thing. So what I'm telling you people is Trixie Mattel and Kennedy Davenport are the top two all-stars of All-Stars season three. Okay. So Kennedy Davenport and Trixie Mattel are the top two queens for All-Stars season three. The assumption and the guess is that RuPaul would crown Trixie Mattel as the winner of All-Star Season 3. I mean, there is a chance she chooses Kennedy Davenport. Who knows? We don't know. Uh, No one has confirmation on that, but the assumption right now is that Trixie Mattel wins as the, again, the winner of All-Star Season 3. Which, now Luke in the chat room is very, very happy about that. People are really, really already upset. Not that they have anything against Trixie, and I really have no opinion here. And there's a reason why we're going to get to that. Someone wrote something very interesting on Reddit that I'm going to read here. Uh, But people are upset because they feel she hasn't done that well in the competition. Like, not even, she hasn't been good at playing the game, and she hasn't been that good in the challenges. And to sort of like the fact that this game can eliminate the top two contestants so willy-nilly is very frustrating to people. So it could be one of these things where Trixie gets a lot of hate, which I don't think she's experienced before, because people are mad at her because they feel she doesn't deserve it. Whether in the end, at the end of the day, whether Trixie Mattel really cares, I don't know. And we're also assuming that Trixie Mattel wins. It could be a gag-worthy thing where Kennedy wins. I don't know. This is the part where I have to leave you guys, not leave you, but... Who knows? I don't. That's the part. I don't know. We don't know who wins. Okay. Um, Illegal twenty nine in the chat room says it's going to be like Alaska last year. Okay, but if you think Alaska winning All Stars two was bad, Alaska was in the Shangela slash Ben position. She had won a bunch of challenges and just got saved at the end by Rulaska talks, and people were bitter, and she had a tantrum. So imagine now Trixie wins one challenge. Was fine. That's a thing, too. I will say this. In Trixie Mattel's defense, she had one bad episode, but she's done pretty competently on the rest of the season. And you can make an argument on, like, the bitchler. She should have been top two. Uh, and so you can make that argument, which would get her at two wins. But that said, I mean, if you look at it like a real competition, people are going to be really mad that the top two queens weren't the ones who performed the best on the show. 
So that's what we know so far in terms of just raw drama, conspiracy theories, gag-worthy rumors. Okay? And that's coming from Reddit. Now, I did pull a bunch of uh, screenshots of Reddit posts that I was very, very uh, intrigued by. There's only a couple, and I'm going to read them to you. Uh, Here we go. I don't think I need to edit this episode. Isn't that funny? I don't have Evan here. I don't need, isn't that funny? I need to. You would think I would need to edit the episode if I were the one by myself. Could be like, oh, I got to get rid of all this. It's it's actually kind of sad to me how well I can talk when I'm just by myself. Okay. Um, the first one is from why is this? Let me see here. The first post. I'm pulling it up right now. I'll put up the screenshot. Hold please. I might need to edit that. I don't know. You know what? Patreon supporters, you get it. You get them doing this live. We'll do it live. Okay. Uh, Okay. So this is from the Reddit user Pineapple and Milk. And Pineapple and Milk titled it, I want to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race versus RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. So I've kind of realized the difference between these two shows. RuPaul's Drag Race is a talent competition. If you aren't better than the other girls, you can't win. It's that simple. Say what you want about the winners, but they did the damn thing. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, on the other hand, is more like Survivor. All three seasons were about how you played the game. The elimination twist in seasons two and three, more in this current season, has made this game far more strategic. Even the stupid team gimmick required some level of scheming. And this has led to fan favorites being booted very early. Tatiana, Latrice, Manila, Thorgy. On a semi-related note, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the last season that we see a lip-sync for your legacy. What do you think? Well, I'll tell you what I think, Pineapple and Milk. I think you're right. I think that they've shown that this isn't... Now it has to be more than just can you sew and can you tell jokes and can you do that. You have to be able to play this game. Welcome to the Hunger Game, bitches. I hate hate that fucking line. I hate that line. Anyway... But I will say All-Stars 1 was good because it gave us... Let me see. I can even do... This is my favorite right here. Oh! Well, come on, Teletubby! Teleport us to Mars! So there are... I mean, there's so many great quotes from All-Stars 1, but we're not going to go over all of them right now. So, um, yeah, you know what? I think that's a good point. I think All-Stars is a show about strategy, whereas... You know, the other one is about skill. Even though, look, there's a lot of fucking tomfoolery and rigamores on the other show, too. I just think now they just let the queens in. They let them be producers in the rigamores and sort of be part of it themselves. So there is that. Um, okay, let's see here. Now let's go to the next one. You'd think I'd prep this, but I didn't. What is that? Oh, wrong cloud drive, Joe, dummy. Okay, next one is... I think I pulled three now that I think about it because I'm seeing another one here. I don't know what that is. I'm going to open it, though, right now so we don't have to worry about this again. Okay. Next one says... It's called... It's by Jesse is a Bellend. I don't know what that means. Jesse is a Bellend. That's his username on Reddit. And it's called A Theory. I know The Handmaid's Tale pretty well. I've been studying it for two years in school and never been convinced by the mole theory, as it's such a small concept from The Handmaid's Tale. Also, whoever came up with the theory can't know The Handmaid's Tale very well because they're called eyes, not moles. 
You'd have to know The Handmaid's Tale very well to pick up on that idea, and I doubt that most of Drag Race audience would. A more major theme in The Handmaid's Tale is the handmaids replacing the wives in their role of childbearing. So, I think The Handmaid's Tale, it's hard to say, I think The Handmaid's Tale theme might link to Morgan and Ben instead. Maybe rather than Morgan choosing Ben to leave, or Ben choosing herself, Morgan has to replace a girl, and she chooses Ben. Especially as that episode is the episode called Handmaids to Kitty Girls, rather than the final episode when we would expect BB to be revealed. I definitely think the twist will be something about replacing that in that episode. Maybe they'll have eliminated girls, and the remaining girls work together as one wife and one handmaid, and the winning pair will replace each other. I don't know. What do you think? Okay. I, did we address that? Maybe it's that, you know, I don't know if we addressed that in the in the rumor part of it, but that's not a bad idea. That In the Handmaid's Tale kind of thing, Morgan, the way Morgan chooses Ben to leave is she has to replace a girl... She and she can choose any girl that she chooses to replace, and she chooses Ben. That is another way of doing it, and would still give her just the same amount of hate. So, oof, that's another good theory. I don't hate that theory. And then finally, we have theories for Ben's elimination. I'd love to read all the theories, so I thought it'd be nice to create a topic to see if we can crack the code. This is my theory. Eliminated queens form a group and Morgan is the winner and gets back to the competition. The remaining queens form another group and Ben is the winner. Both winners lip sync against each other. The winner of the lip sync gets to choose any remaining queen, even herself, to eliminate. So whoever wins the lip sync will have the power to eliminate Ben. I see. And so if Ben wins, she eliminates herself. And if Morgan wins, she eliminates Ben. So that's not a bad theory either, sort of in line with what we were saying. But that was sort of the interesting stuff I saw on Reddit and I wanted to bring up. Okay. Um, now, here's another little bit of tea. We do, so there is, there have been a user who somehow, I mean, there's been a couple actually, but there's one that I've read about specifically who has correctly predicted all the lip sync songs, the lip sync for your legacy songs, the whole season. They predicted it early on, but no one knew if she was right or not. And it turned out she's been on the money every single time. So here are the remaining songs for the season. Uh, For some reason, they know this. I don't know how. That uh, the song is The Boss by Diana Ross. Now, by the way, all the songs I'm going to play right now, I'm going to play them. I've never heard them in my life. Okay? I've never heard them in my life. And so... um, This is my first time hearing them, too. So the first one is The Boss by Diana Ross, and here's how it goes.
Okay, so that's The Boss by Diana Ross. And, um, okay. Suppose that's the one for the next episode. Um, you know, people said in the chat room something interesting. I forgot to mention this, and this is a very good point. When BB, supposedly when BB eliminates uh, Morgan, and that's one of the rumors that she does, um, that she quotes Tyra Sanchez. She quotes Tyra Sanchez when she eliminates Morgan, which, as you all know, Tyra Sanchez is like Morgan's arch enemy. She's the one that said she was dead. It's a whole thing. So that would be gag worthy if it happened. Okay, the next song is called Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. I don't know, by the way, from here on out, I don't know if this is the right order. The next three songs could be any order. But the next one's supposed to be Nobody's Supposed to Be Here by Deborah Cox. <laughs> We're gonna go to the hook and then fade. Okay, let's spread that one out there. That seems like that's the equivalent of the um, uh, what's the name of that one? Uh, and the Pips. I can't remember her name right now. Um, Gladys Knight. Remember Gladys Knight had that song, um, on All Stars Two, and that this is going to be maybe that might be the second to last one with all when the four girls. But here we go. The next one, Naughty Girls. Parentheses need love too by Samantha Fox. We're going to go to the hook and then fade out. Maybe, just maybe, naughty girls need love too. Hearts that never 
All right. That's Naughty Girls Need Love too. And then finally, the next rumor is that uh, we're going to get, and this probably be the last song. It isn't usually the last song, but this is a RuPaul song featuring Big Frida called Freaky Money. Good evening, everybody. I'm so happy y'all was up in here. My name is Miss Valerie Valentine, and I'll be your hostess and MC for this evening. How's everybody doing? Kiss me like you miss me. Hunt me like you hate me. Shoot a movie on my face. Take another picture. Put it on my Insta. Come on, give me another taste. Scamming money don't make no money, but freaky money, you get the money. Because freaky money, you get the money. Because freaky, freaky money, 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 money. Okay, you know, RuPaul is really digging into her catalog for these songs. Like, this was the entrance song to um, season six, I believe, when she entered the theater at the finale of season six. I think she entered it to this song, and they had the dancers dancing around her, and they were they were um, spitting the money at her as they were dancing. Um, so this song has been played before, she, but she's run out of songs, I think. Uh, it is another Lucian Piani song. D-Mac Attack in the chat room said another Lucian Piani song. And yeah, this is from her Lucian Piani. Look, they got rid of Lucian. No one's writing the songs for him. Even though, you know, to be honest with you, Call Me Mother is pretty good. And um, so that's the deal. Okay, so that is... What time is it? How long have we been doing this show? Because I know we're supposed to do the Todrick Hall uh, taping. But that might have... There was so much info today. I don't know if we're going to have... Uh, necessarily time for that. Let's see here. Oh yeah, it's been it's been forty seven minutes. Let's do it, kids. Let's let's call it a day here. So, uh, this is like I said, a packed rumor mill today. I wasn't lying. I don't bullshit you. Uh, we're gonna stay here and chat in the chat room. So in the future, if you're listening to somewhere else, please the 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 rumor mill usually goes about ninety minutes. Not the rumor mill, but the whole performance goes about 90 minutes but we only give you about 45 minutes here on the recording because right now what i'm going to do is i'm going to go talk to the chat room chit chat with them discuss more rumors discuss more tea it's hard to do that on the recording because i'm you don't want to hear me going like yeah illegal 29 good point and you're like what the fuck what did illegal 29 write and then i gotta read everything he wrote or she wrote and it's a whole thing right so the point is I'm going to go talk to the chat room. We're going to do that off the air. So if you want to be a part of that, if you want to be part of the community that they have, they've been in there for the past 45 minutes talking with each other and communicating with each other. I've been reading the chat room, telling you when it's relevant. Uh, come in. Uh, look on your Patreon feed to find out when the actual live feed is. Um, just in case other people, you know, we don't want those dirty. Now, look, this doesn't go to non-Patreon people, but you never know. Right, So look to your Patreon feed to find out when the live feed is. It's always the same time. So if you're a new Patreon member, go ahead and look uh, at former posts, at previous posts to find out what time it is and where it is and where to find it. But do that. Join the chat room. Join in the fun. It's always a good time. But until then. My name is Joe Batance. No Evan Ayers today, but next week he'll be back. Until then, see you then.